0: Welcome to Off The Rack. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. And this is the show where we... You didn't do it! This is the show where we take the comics from last week. Uh, we talk to you about what happened in them a little bit. Tell you about what we thought about the writing and the story. And then at the end, we recommend some comics. And sometimes there's a news thing or topic we want to talk about. That's right. Did I get it all?
1: And we recommend books that are coming out this week that I, we think you should check I out. Did you say that already? I don't know.
0: I think I did.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs>
0: Maybe I didn't
1: before we get into everything. I should mention that um, normally the show is sponsored by viewers like you, and it still could be, you know, uh, but occasionally a, a sponsorship rolls our way. This and it, it, by the way, no money is coming here. We just got this free book, but uh, we want to tell you about it. It's from our pals over at inside editions. Uh, it's our illustrated guide to the spider verse. That's Woo. right. This handy little puppy will be used uh, for fans. Uh, this is available for pre-order. It ships Tomorrow, May 2nd. So plenty of time to make a decision about this book and pick it up over on InsideEditions.com. Uh illustrated uh guide. It includes every spider character that could be included in the spider verse. Uh it's art, of course, by Yusebi and Uh, and you'll see a ton of different spider characters and their bios. Uh pretty, pretty uh up-to-date, gotta say. It includes unfortunately Ben Riley's Chasm. Uh, so you're, this is how up to the minute this is uh, full on write ups for some of the bigger ones. Gwen obviously gets a bigger one. Miguel gets a big one. Superior Spider-Man gets a big one. Uh, but everybody gets it gets in on the action, including all kinds of different versions of the Spider-Man, uh, manga Spider-Man, uh, the, the spider. What normally would be called the spider B, but is now called Spider-Woman. Miles, of course, gets a multi-page uh, write up. Uh, but you're going to get a nice little insight into all these different Spider-People throughout uh, the Spider-Verse, and you can uh, have it handy if you want to reference this uh, material for, I don't know, a sequel to a beloved Academy Award-winning Spider-Man movie that's coming out pretty soon. And of course, uh, you know tons more. Uh, gives a little write about a cane, silk, everybody. Uh, I don't think Spider-Boy is in this. So it's only the guide to the Spider-Men and women of the Spider-Verse, not the Spider-Children. Although spider children do pop up, but not that one. Not spider boy.
0: I, can we just talk about how much I don't like the term spider children?
1: The spider children. Yes.
0: Like Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, Spider-Boy is fine. But spider children. I'm like, yeah, mm, 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 not not a fan.
1: No. Is there, yeah.
0: Is there like a no, I guess it's, it would have. Is there an index? An
1: index? Yeah, of course, there's an index. Is there an index? should be in the back. But know, uh, that's usually
0: where the index is.
1: Yeah. But there's all kinds of, uh, of, of fun little references and, and, and Easter eggs and, uh, and, and write-ups and bios and descriptions of all the characters, so feel free to check this out. Go over to uh, InsideEditions.com and check this out. Uh, tell them Comic Pop sent you. There's no code. There's nothing. Just letting you know this book exists. Why not?
0: Okay, there's no... There's no... There's no index. Mm-hmm. But I found the page I care about.
1: Ah, Spider Cat. <laughs> I'm here for this. Nice. I'm here for this. Yeah. Spider bite. You
0: could be the most up-to-date member of your friend group on all the spider fans.
1: Yes, you too could become the spider expert of your life. So check it out. Yeah. Illustrated guide to the spider. I was
0: trying to come up with some sort of like catchy name for you for like for someone having all of that information. Mm.
1: Yeah, you could be the king spider
0: i think web was trying. i was trying to get web in there mm-hmm. i i don't know i just i have whatever anyway yeah, yeah so check it out I, honestly it's, it's kind of a fun book to just leave through exactly and really that's not a commitment you just be like oh cool no oh there was this like yep. you basically even flip to either find a name you you care about or like a photo like an image that like that maybe your catches mind. your
1: imagination yeah. and snares it in its web
0: yeah that's cool so yeah it's got that new book print smell it does indeed it really does
1: yes guaranteed uh if you get it new (laughs) so check that out if you haven't already Um, oh my
0: gosh really okay
1: yeah (laughs) what the arachnid from uh the infinity warps oh yeah he isn't there yeah Anyway, check that out. Uh, otherwise, there are other incredible members of the population here that are interested in sponsoring today's show, like Cat Lair will defend for treats. Hey, Common Pop, I wanted to ask, what do you think the difference is between super science and magic? Since functional- functionally they feel like the same thing, I mean, they're, they're they're plot devices. They're used for the same effect. It's just a, a splitting hairs at that point. I think it's about like details. I disagree. Well, then explain yourself.
0: I think super science, they they may not be right, but they attempt to like prove it with like facts.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's some kind of ingrained thing in real sort of, in the like, real world.
0: Yeah, like, like they extrapolate on some scientific concept that they think they might know about. They, sometimes they do. Sometimes they honestly know quite a bit about it, and, mm-hmm. they, and they grow from that. And it's something where it's like, they're like, oh, no, you could test this, or like, oh, because physics works this way or whatever. And for me, magic functions in, in the need for, at times not always mm-hmm. logic right and by that i mean like the logic of uh, like a myth
1: mm. you
0: know well the myth says this so that's what happened like you logically this is what will happen now yeah Whether or not you believe it and i don't care okay it's also like it's also kind of a belief system as yeah well. or sometimes it's completely illogical and just happens for reasons
1: that's true and often so, in fact and does. i mean
0: like the four reasons things could also be sciencey but they they try they try to throw in some scientific thing yeah magic's just like well because
1: right because i want it to happen
0: yeah because either like just is going to happen or because well you know back in the whatever century this blah blah blah, blah yeah. and then blah 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 i don't know okay. i feel like there's a difference yeah that's fair i think i need more time than than just now to to, to make, really to really think to really about put it. All my thesis together mm-hmm. here, folks okay
1: well patrick lawson says hey sal enjoyed comic night uh tiff godzilla oh
0: thank
1: you yeah uh there was an episode of comic pop plays that just dropped on sunday which is um tiffany playing the nintendo classic godzilla monster of monsters
0: game i didn't know existed right
1: until that moment yeah. and uh it's a really fun playthrough check it out if you haven't already over on comic pop plays
0: I like totally forgot about that one. I was like, what? Oh yeah. Monster of Monsters.
1: Yeah. Somebody asked us uh about Elseworlds this past week. We uh we had a plan, it didn't work out, so we did this kind of like impromptu episode. It's unlisted, it's not available anywhere. I just didn't want to push it to the subscribers. I didn't want to like you know, burden the, the the roster with a with a, essentially a very time specific video that had nothing mm. to do with anything. And, it, you know, that, that's not the kind of content I want to make here on this channel. I want it to be purposeful and have some kind of evergreen quality, as most of the comic pop videos do. Uh, that's why if you go to comic pop prime, you'll find that a lot of the older videos are either unlisted or gone. Uh, older videos that have nothing to do with anything. They're mm. just kind of like, who cares? What is this? Or some kind of trend chasing thing. It's always it's always good um yeah so let's jump into some books huh let's some comic books it. that came out this past week uh, uh i read uh daredevil uh number 10 from chip Zdarsky and marco chichetto this kind of like
0: it's a really dope cover it's a fantastic cover i really like that cover isn't it lot. isn't it great it's just Ooh. gorgeous
1: uh a great uh culmination point for a lot it feels interesting because you know that we've been building towards
0: chichetto's back
1: yeah just he, he intermittently will pop onto this book
0: i like that i like he's just like hey
1: yeah and it, it looks amazing and it does it really does all right and, now bye all right bye i'll see you later and it's it, like oh it,
0: it's like when um you think you're gonna get a team up in a superhero book like mm-hmm. for like at least an arc and then they're there for like a couple pages yeah
1: and then they leave forever it's like
0: that's this is the marco chichetto effect it's that's like, right hey, all yeah. right bye
1: all right I, I don't have time no no time that's right uh obviously this has been building towards like a kind of like crescendo of like D- daredevil butting heads of the superhero community uh which is not unlike the Punisher butting heads of the superhero community. And in fact, similar characters, if not the same, Uh, but yeah, this is kind of like putting, shining a big fat spotlight on the fact that I don't think much has happened in this book in 10 issues. You know, like Matt goes to wherever, you know, the mountains with Electra stick marries them. It turns out that they're not real he springs a bunch of villains, gives them a purpose. They're not real. Stick isn't real. And like, we don't know like what the purpose really is outside of Matt thinks it's related to God. And then they don't, they go and they spring more people. Like they don't really do any good. They don't do anything of consequence. And then we get here. It's just, it's been a fun ride and individually episodically, they've been, it's been a fantastic read, but when you go back and take inventory of everything, you're like, did anything happen? Cause we're at the end. Like we're here at the end. And I'm like, what, what did we do? Was this worth it? And, uh, you know, the, the writing and the art makes it worth it. It's obviously each episode is a, is an, is a fun experience, but like, but how did we get here? Does it even matter? And.
0: He, so you feel like it reads less
1: strongly I think the, in trade? I think, on, I think in trade it'll read very quickly. I think you'll oh. go, Oh, okay. okay. That's it. All right. and go yeah uh but it's it's still a fun read and it's a fantastic issue and if you're a big spider man fan you're gonna love this one because it's because mm. daredevil is continually being like spider man is great he's the best of us he's smarter than those he's more powerful than we are he could do it he so could do he it like all
0: throwing spider fans a bone he like, is hey. he's like well
1: like i know how bad it is or at least how bad it's going for you guys i like that well, but for like, some you of know. you guys
0: because not all of you
1: guys no that's around. right it, it, i i know how it is for the va for the vocal minority of you who are not who are still buying the book uh, the rest of you who are buying the book, uh, you know, you just like it and, and you go home and, at night. Don't talk about it on the Internet. But uh, yeah, or you don't
0: like it. and You just go, well, that's a shame. Well,
1: that's a shame. And then move on with your maybe life.
0: Maybe next week will be better. That's maybe maybe the bulk of Spider-Man fans are glass half full.
1: Mm, they're very they're optimists. Yeah, they're I think would like, have just, to be at I'm this point. i going to
0: keep buying this book because maybe mm. next week or next month it's going to be better right yeah or next two weeks whatever it's bi-weekly
1: uh but yeah it's great Uh, it's a great issue it's really fun uh to see all the uh all the fights and all the action and to see uh the sacrifices that matt makes and where he's going from here but then you know it, it wraps up and matt's gone again and thought dead and you're like i just did didn't we just do this and it's like no that was five years ago oh geez really like okay and it's it's good issue it's a really fun story the shadow's art is on full display it's a fantastic uh execution thereof um i'm excited to see where it's going from here because it isn't you know the book isn't over but we are kind of like wrapping up the series or at least zadarsky's run on this series Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm excited to see like where it ends up um i'm hopeful that it'll end up in new york i think it will because i think that's the idea
0: okay but Okay. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome. What about you? I read Gargoyles number five this week. Of
1: course you did. I'm, I'm glad, glad you caught man. it.
0: I did catch it. I did. Yeah. Um, it's written by Greg Weissman with art by George uh Cambodias. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the first time in this series so far that I had the feeling that this was going to read better in trade. Oh, no! This this issue felt a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just simultaneously a lot of ideas starting, and but not a lot happened yeah like i was like okay by the end of it i was like i think i see where you're going with this um but there was just like it was just a lot of like chaos it Mm -hmm. felt like and then at the end i was like what do we really like what did this issue do yeah um and i think what it's doing is it's just setting up what's coming next so but you're on issue five and when you're maybe used to reading arcs that are a little bit longer that's kind of a weird pacing right where it's like okay it's not really because it's clearly <laughs> written like the show. Yeah. And so while technically there'd be like part one, two, three, four, five, nine, whatever of episodes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there were, you know, they would all kind of be linked together. Like if you started from the start of the the, the series and you went to the end, yeah. things had happened, things had changed. That very much how a comic book would run. Right, yeah. Um, but also this is written very like the show, like yeah. a comic hybrid, which it is. yeah um but, but you, you take it,
1: the good and the bad with that hybridization right like but all, like
0: also you know you've been writing these comics for a, a while like <laughs> it's in the first series that Weissman has written no
1: no that's um, true so, but it's also not the first issue of Gargoyle. like you'd think that no, that kind of trapping would no, come in the first, in like first the issue where
0: i was like okay i see we're, we're, we're establishing everything I, I totally understood i saw that episode or that issue was going episode. yeah <laughs> 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 um and then everything else i was like cool yeah and then this issue maybe again because it feels more like a start yeah i don't know i i was in, i was a little like i wasn't as like woo yeah can we i, I can yeah because
1: the last four issues you've been pretty uh vocally excited yeah, about yeah. it yeah and I, I,
0: I still can't wait for the next one it's just more like i can't wait to the next one to hopefully kickstart this next yeah the part next the part next leg of the journey
1: yes yes i hope so too
0: um i'm sure it will you know mm-hmm. there's some good stuff in there but it just it just felt a little weaker right I, i'll say that it was weaker okay. than the others happened yeah so hopefully yeah. this isn't a downward trend and more just like a little plateau and then here we go
1: yeah well do you know what it is we gotta go up we gotta rest we gotta, except you, it's too chaotic so can't really rest but whatever yeah, It was
0: chaotic in terms of like okay now look at this okay now look at this mm-hmm. okay now look at this and the issue that over. sounds
1: like a person who's writing for tv who's like oh no bit. and
0: then we'll go over here and i'm like whoa dude well you don't need
1: to listen like you, people can read at their own pace you yeah. don't need to just get it in 22 listen, minutes
0: i'm sorry there's not going to be a youtube ad popping up to tell me about grammarly in between <laughs> these pages so no <laughs> you, you just yeah. relax uh,
1: but you still can recommend this series. i
0: do i i still do if you're a fan um give this like th- let this issue be what it is we'll see where it goes next we'll we'll issue 6 we'll hopefully
1: mm. explain uh, how's cam and diaz uh, the, the art standout you know any, any so good. Out de-
0: there were definitely some weaker moments in this issue mm. too. like this issue was just weird like yeah. there definitely were some weaker moments oh this no and some weird uh, human anatomy okay. occasionally, and i was kind of like oh, oh okay <laughs> All right. You know, as much as the, ser- the series is called Gargoyles, the humanity element is a big factor. Yes. Uh, I really haven't had too much of an issue with his style. He's got a very distinct style. Mm-hmm. But this was an issue where I was kind of like, mm, okay.
1: Mm. 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 So. Uh, Ray Farr, Comic Pop Woo. Thanks Woo. a lot, Ray. One of the, my favorite recurring things on the couch is how Ben will get frustrated about something scientific not making sense. And Ethan, the scientist, just shrugs it off. I love Comic yeah, no, I uh, I remember in the very beginning of the show, Ethan was the guy who was like all about science and then Ben just kind of took it from him.
0: He did. And so Ethan
1: too. just kind of just doesn't talk anymore about that because he's like, oh, well, Ben'll, Ben wants to take care of that for some reason.
0: Even though Ethan's technically the,
1: the scientist. scientist yeah. yeah, I think it's also like when you're a scientist and you're like presented with like absurdities, eventually you just get used to where you are. I
0: guess. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Ah, uh, Matthew Terlaga, Holy Terror, the Nail and Act of God all within the same year has Pop been reading my dream journal. <laughs> now, if we can just get back to Ultimate Spider-Man, it will really be a great year. Trust me, we'll get there eventually, totally but I'm not in any rush re- like going through those. So. I know, I know, and we can't this week. so uh, we'll we'll get something else in there, but i'm I'm very happy with how those have been going. Holy Terror was last year, man. that was that was old news. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, all the same, uh, Glass Man. Thanks for the Jason Aaron Punisher suggestion. Anytime, man. I love that book, despite how it has not gone in the direction I thought it was going in. But I'm glad that uh, the, the the book can can still surprise me. And tread, tread. Tradavion O'Brien says, "Hey, Tiffany, since you watched Summer Wars and Bell, uh-huh. have you watched the other movie that Hosada made, similar to them, called Digimon: Our War Games? Also, where do I watch Summer Wars?
0: I don't, I don't know what ha- who has Summer Wars right now. You're like, I watch we- it on my Blu-ray. Well, because it's weird because I know that Netflix has Mirai, one of his other movies. Because I've seen other than I haven't seen all of the Girl Who Left Her Time, but I've seen
1: enough of all it. All
0: of the other of his original creation." films yes and loved them right um no i've never seen digimon i think i've seen a little a few frames of digimon in my lifetime yes um
1: probably i've never watched a single minute i've seen a commercial maybe
0: listen i'd give it a shot yeah it'd be amazing to go in cold too, not know anything about digimon and just
1: just watch it for him try to
0: get it through his storytelling or his directing yeah that would be that would be an interesting exercise
1: yeah Uh, I don't know. It looks like you can watch it on Funimation.
0: Can you? Because it seems. Oh nope. No, I don't nope, know if there's a way not. to stream it.
1: I don't know. That's weird.
0: If anyone in the comments knows where you can like through a, an actual streaming service, right? I don't want to suggest pirating at all, right? Um, but to uh, try to watch Summer Wars.
1: Yeah. But weird.
0: I, uh, if you don't have it and you, you know, liked Bell you might like more wars might just be worth picking up
1: that's true honestly. yeah just get it on blu-ray
0: or you can buy it like for streaming that's like, true you can buy You're it probably on amazon coffee, if you don't want to have a disc
1: yeah and omega Kick says uh it's not much but you guys have provided hundreds of hours of entertainment for me over the years and taught me so much thanks for everything thank you omega kick uh for your kindness yeah, really for checking us nice. out for, for sticking with us for this long we do appreciate it man and I'm glad we could uh, we could impart some kind of uh, some kind of information to right? you, some kind of wisdom. I like that. Uh, what else you got, Tiffany? Me? Yeah. What uh, about World because Somebody asked about that. But
0: I read that last week. I know. we talk about week. it again. Oh, did it come out? All right. So did it this get reprinted out, or like?
1: It may be a reprint, but it officially came out to like, yeah, last week.
0: That's really weird. How I did know. did not get it ahead of time? I don't know. But I didn't like. It was on the shelf. It was on the shelf. I, I have a physical copy of it. Maybe did I it time got... travel? No. <gasps> <laughs> um it's
1: wh- weird that you got world tree and not um like a lottery ticket uh because <laughs> boris fraser says did either of you read world tree number no. one by James the fourth and fernando blanco look beautiful but didn't have a hook or plot to bring me back
0: yeah i guess i messed up i bought yeah. world tree instead of a lottery right, ticket. right fantastic dang it <laughs> um yeah i did i did read world tree like last week no like or week, two, weeks, two ago? weeks ago i don't know i read it though ahead of time somehow or it again maybe it was a reprint um honestly i kind of dug it mm-hmm. um it, it had like it like what was my descriptor? Of it? it was like deceased meets um it yes because you've got like the group of kids who had an experience with this like undernet Yes. And like it's coming back but now they're older and they got to get the gang back together. They got to try to stop it but oh, maybe you can't stop it, mm-hmm. right? But like that you could be infected by this like undernet thing. Mm. Um there's also like a naked lady in it sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know the the I the undernet part whatever. That part doesn't really draw me. me in. Um it's Tynan writing about this group of dysfunctional people who have to come together. Yeah. That, that interests stretch. me. and I, well, I know, right? It's very, like, kind of the nice house on the lake. So maybe that's what it is that I, I was yeah. attracted to for it. But I definitely understand someone being like, I feel like I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Especially when as I was reading was it. it from I was Tynan? like, well, yeah. But like because it felt like a bunch of other things. You know, yeah. not all of his properties made me think of other more famous works. Right. Um, but this one definitely did. So I, I understand that. But yeah. I, I did feel like I wanted to pick up the second issue so much so that I thought the second issue would come out. But it wasn't. It was the first one. I yeah. I've
1: Right, weird oh, well, yeah,
0: oh, also strange academy, um number uh finals number six came out, uh, I didn't get a chance to read all the letters in the back, but this is it, so I'm oh gonna no. Say
1: what yeah but it's it is done like it's
0: a, this is it for now the door is left open
1: that's like the that, that's that, that's been par for the course of strange academy the like
0: literal it. door was left open it was a really nice way to end this that's book. nice but in the back there are um a whole bunch of letters um from scott young from Humperto ramos uh you know writer and artist um i think from the colorist as well and from the editor Ooh. i didn't read any of it i didn't get a chance <laughs> uh, of those letters i read this issue yeah uh it, it was they definitely left a couple of threads which okay. i appreciate There are like a couple of things they could come back to if they wanted to Good. if there was a desire for it um but this was a, a delight i mean from when strange academy launched to now it's been the same team it's been scotty young it's been humberto ramos it's been edgar delgado um doing what they do and um it it's a lot of fun it grows up right mm. in front of your eyes there's like a little bit of a like shift in terms of like Timing, but it's very, it's very minor. Okay, minor sort of. It's like, oh, okay, and like maybe a couple like weeks, whatever, go by. Yeah, we do get like a flash to the future kind of thing. Oh, see the kids when they're older. That's cute. Um, so you know, it's it's delightful. Yeah, and it's. I feel like it can be hard to to say that about a series that has gone on for as long as it did, And, and not that it had like a huge, incredible like you know, like 20 year run or whatever, no. but to have the same team put out a book consistently um, and then go to like, you know, naming it different things to, you know,
1: just to keep it fresh or well, to keep people I like, buying you know, like, it. To
0: finals number one, there we go. like you know, it's, it's pretty amazing that you could come up with something that was, new reader friendly in a way like i definitely felt like if you were like someone who maybe came from the indie world and was like maybe i want to get more into like marvel or like hey what's that dr strange guy about oh that seems like <laughs> a lot and maybe i don't want to dive into that this would be like that olive branch where you go like hey check this out it's a whole bunch of new characters yeah and like there are definitely returning marvel right they're, re- they're connected
1: to the, yeah, to the but world you don't
0: have to know their whole thing in order to enjoy this book because nice. you're going to learn about the new characters mm. and they're going to be learning about the experience of the Marvel's like magical side of, of that universe in a, in a way totally. you know, like a contained kind of box. Yeah. Um, and where maybe, you know, a, a, a more seasoned reader will be like, Oh, that character, that means it's bad. Or yeah. like, oh, I know it's coming from that. You like a new reader may not have that, but you get it. Yeah. You know, like done, done, dun.
1: dun,
0: dun <laughs> um, it also has a little bit of a like not young young reader mm-hmm. but younger reader younger kind of reader like, yeah you know you know like a like a parent and kid might be able to go through this together too mm. and they definitely went their way they we saw that they had like a regular trade but also like a smaller more compact, Printing. carryable kind of trade as well yeah. for that um I really enjoyed it and if they if this pair or this uh, team ever comes back with more I'll be the first one there to grab nice it, so. yay Yay. i'm gonna miss
1: it oh Uh, ray far and we live again gargoyle theme players
0: (laughs) yay it like lives in my head
1: yeah well that 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 theme (laughs) you know if and when they ever make the live action they got to just make that just use the or just get an amazing orchestra uh-huh. uh the derpiest of derps says do you guys have any recommendations for books for get a young reader in my younger <laughs> brother's interest has been peaked after reading batman okay, Fortnite, and, then- and i want to encourage it been thinking about getting in batman universe i think batman universe is a completely acceptable yeah, probably book for a young- not
0: what i suggested then if, if, they're, if they're leaning towards batman no Fortnite. i think strange
1: academy fun screw it you no know I mean?
0: no i think i think batman Fortnite is a very different vibe yes it is you know yeah, for sure. But
1: I do like, uh, yeah, Batman Universe is a great suggestion. It's a, it's, it's an unintentionally all ages type of title. Um, but yeah, you could pick up any. I mean, honestly, you know, we recommended this before, but like, you can pick up the old uh, Spider-Man books from uh, the Epic Collections, the Lee Ramita and the Lee Ditko stuff. You could totally jump into that, and, and any kid could read it you know and yeah
0: but if you're looking at like there's like a there's, there's a modernity like, the, yeah, to like some modernity. other
1: modernity to like newer books that or
0: and to the like that connection to fortnite so i yeah. think you need to think more like that like there has to be something mm-hmm. in terms of like um what you, like young justice do they have
1: yeah i mean there's there's the there's been a long standing history of young justice but it also depends types. on how old they are yeah and 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 how like what what what's pulling them in you yeah. know but yeah
0: but like that type of like team dynamic with like you know maybe a little bit of humor and mm-hmm. you know younger connection might be with the way Couldn't hurt
1: yeah uh and benjamin loudly says uh, come across venom lethal protector 2 over the weekend art looks great have you guys checked it out uh no i did see the cover and i thought oh cool good for them i saw that silver sable in the most recent issue and i was like oh neat uh, also regarding your last video i'm in favor of publishers just giving all marketing budget dollars to creators involved they're not going to do that um, but, uh, I will say that they will, uh, heavily lean on creators to be the marketing department for them. So that's, mm. that's like giving them money, but it's actually more like giving them a job for no money.
0: Oh, that's even better.
1: Cat lawyer. Uh, do you know Superman's S stands for such pain? I've never been in such pain. Yes. That's the act of God. effect. I mean, I'm telling you, man. And Denial. So I read, uh, I read Sleepwalker's Infinity War Mini. Yes, uh, I remember they gave him a mini series during Infinity Wars. And I'm I really dug it. And I'm really reading the current Hellcat book and I like Sleepwalker there too. Are there any other must reads for the character? I mean, you can't go wrong just reading the series there's a sleepwalker book from the 90s and it's easy and cheap to get uh, i don't know if it's in trade but it's certainly available and i think he appears in some of the robert kirkman period marvel okay. team up books as well but that's kind of it but okay. uh yeah he he he, 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 he throws he shows up periodically he doesn't have like a team and he doesn't have a lot of longevity but he uh, he has a series that you could read that's that was that went on longer than that any right to be to be running mm-hmm. um so i would check i would check that out because okay. it's, it's definitely the like the most robust D- you know dive into that character you will get for him and logan Shirley, i th- bought world tree on your recommendation it was deeply upsetting and i really enjoyed it Ha-ha.
0: Yay! that's
1: great that's exactly that's all we co- that's all we're hoping that's
0: for. that's all we're hoping for yeah no trust me i can't i'm looking forward to it as you too yeah
1: I, I have to assume you read doctor strange i right? did
0: read doctor strange by jed mckay with art by pascal ferry um great cover great cover <laughs> Gorgeous cover
1: looks like a yeah freaking we talked about this last week i was Sweet. like it looks like a fear street novel
0: sure um. <laughs> um. So, if you thought for like five seconds to yourself, man, Jed mckay is writing Doctor Strange. I wonder if Moon Knight's ever going to show up. <laughs> uh, look no like uh, look no, no further movie than movie the minute. first page. <laughs> Issue two of, of of Doctor Strange. Um. Yeah, Moon Knight is in it for like a hot second. Okay. He's, he's only there because he got called to help a family, and it's just he can't. it's This is about what he's able to do. So oh He no. calls a, a he calls a favor in. Okay. Um. Strange does not like Moon Knight, but <laughs> Clea does.
1: I kind of like that. I didn't know that Doc didn't doc like doesn't uh like him. he's Mark. like not
0: a fan. Uh um, that makes
1: sense. He's a psycho. Right.
0: <laughs> uh well no, he's, he's got different
1: No, I mean he has his own problems, no, but also he like has he beats people savagely. And yeah, that,
0: and that's you know, if you think about Strange and his Hippocratic Oath. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. He's like, like, Yeah, you do not help people.
0: That's not really helping. Mm-hmm. Um, to him. Right. But Clea is a fan. Right. And so because of that, he goes and helps. Yes. Man, they have a really great like Jed McKay written discourse where like Mark's like, Hey, listen, thanks for coming. I know I'm not your favorite person. And he's <laughs> like, No, you're not. And the fact that my my favorite person or my Clea does like you, uh, even less so because you know, she is my favorite
1: person. Right. But
0: written better because Jed McKay wrote it, not on um, me trying to paraphrase it without looking at it. <laughs> um, so they they there's a girl, she's she's she, she not waking up.
1: oh no She's not waking up Uh, that's what the cover suggested yeah cool
0: and uh they're like well okay yeah you're right this is way worse than than you might have thought like her astral form is just gone what's Mm -hmm. up with that uh so they dive in and we go on like a a merry adventure
1: through a little girl's mind through the dream realm all right cool yeah um
0: so it has like the feeling of like you know earlier strange not quite like ditko age but like beyond that
1: yeah like like the roger stern period
0: yeah exactly um like don't in, pay
1: the ferryman kind of stuff. in
0: the way in which it's written so like things are said in a specific way but without feeling antiquated oh that's it's nice just, it gives you the you know the like essence
1: is that what you want i mean certainly you've you've suggested that to i them.
0: do i do i do want that um is it
1: better than the mark wade run so far
0: yeah <laughs> yes
1: is it as good as the aaron run
0: um the first two is issues the, you know what they're, too very, they're all three of these books, all three of these writers gave me three very different products. That's true. Um, the Wade one just really didn't connect with me yes. at all. And the Jason Aaron one really did connect with me. And this one's only on issue two. So, of course, I want to say the Aaron one's better. Because I had a lot more of that to judge. Yeah, all right. So I really can't say that for sure yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I will say if you were a fan of the Clea Strange Doctor Strange or like Strange book,
1: yes, Strange her Strange, book, Strange,
0: Strange. Um, her book by Jed McKay and thought like, oh, now that Doc's back, they're kind of just kind of sideline her. No, they're, they're not. They're she very, is a
1: this co-player. Is, this is
0: the Doctor Strange book, but trust me, she is there. She gets narration bubbles. She's a main player of this book. and wow. is going to have based on the last page of like, oh my gosh, Clea's thinking this, aha, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. There's going to be, I'm sure some sort of like, ongoing thread, dramatic moment, plot point. Great. Coming up for her. So don't worry, if you were afraid of that, fear not. Their, their, their romance, their relationship is all over this book in terms of like, you know, him talking about her being the favorite person or Mm -hmm. like, you know, him calling her darling all the time. And I'm like, (laughs) this is, again, it's those old trappings of older doctor strange yeah it feels it's fun it, it's refreshing cool um especially when you know i feel like with mark wade's run they they tried something totally different it's what he clearly wanted to do with it well, I and mean, it just well it just didn't hit
1: well remember when he wrote uh wade wrote strange the doctor is out yeah and that was another one where you were like eh. yeah
0: it was <laughs> fine like it wasn't great but it was fine but, but it was very different but the but other drastically one was different like, run super different and i was like mm, so this feels like kind of not playing down to the audience mm-hmm. but more like this is what McKay wants to do with this character this is what McKay liked about Doctor Strange and he's gonna put it out there yeah. and try to make it feel modern okay. um, we do in fact deal with Nightmare in this mm-hmm. um, they mention the X-Men stuff but not the recent X-Men stuff no
1: not as not up to the minute like no. not the Jean Grey X-Men stuff no,
0: well no it's the Jean Grey X-Men stuff from 2021 We're, oh but, but not the payoff but not the payoff with the brood we, yeah. don't, we don't reference that we reference the other thing that's, right. that's fine it doesn't really matter there's a bit of a there um so a little bit of an elephant in the room i think we've already mentioned
1: you're not a fan of pascal fairies art
0: a huge fan of pascal fairies art um the style paired with hollingsworth's coloring doesn't always hit for me Mm -hmm. it's weird though because there'd be a lot of panels and pages in this that i'm just like okay subjectively speaking this is not for me right and there are other panels and pages in this book that i'm like this is great Uh uh-huh and i feel like it just comes to the fact that Ferry and Hollingsworth do manage to capture the fantastic side mm-hmm. of it well enough, and that is probably the most important part about Doctor Strange. If you think about where he came from, Ditko's vision for him, why he even exists, mm-hmm. that needs to be there. Right. So if you have to have one or the other, if I have to pick, I guess I'm going to go that side. as yeah. like I do like the human element and like that tether to Earth. Right. I do want to see the fantastical stuff done stronger. Yeah. So.
1: You don't want them to, to sleep through the, the the fantastic. Yeah. So that's what we're doing here. We're reading the comic book for God's sake. <laughs> well, good. Okay. So you recommend the third issue?
0: Well, the second issue. I know. Oh yeah, I do. I am going to go check out the third issue. All right. Um, you know, there, there's a mystery afoot and they <laughs> seem to be weaving in that, that random little Wong plot that they had in the first. Oh one. yeah. Like, oh yeah. Wong, like contact strange. And it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, there's been a murder. Yeah. The thing that I was like, this is a little weak.
1: Yes. And it was still weak.
0: Well, and it still is weak, but we're we're trying to make it something bigger. And it almost feels like this was a better launch point. Okay. In a way. Mm. Like it didn't make it didn't leave that taste in my mouth of like, this is the same thing you did. Right. It, it was more like, oh, someone's dead. Okay, fine. But you also laid the groundwork for something else that's on the side with Clea. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let's keep going. Let's see let's where this ends up.
1: Yeah. I'm in. Uh, Ray Farr says thoughts on Ramos's art. I usually uh, a little too stylized for me, but I adore when he draws Spidey and any other Goblin character. Thoughts on Phil Urich's Hobgoblin. Um, I also uh, I know that I was I found it really distracting when he was drawing Peter Parker with with Paul Jenkins. Like I remember that was like I was like, what okay. is this? Especially because like Mike Deodato Jr. was drawing Amazing Spider-Man around the same time couldn't be more drastically different. One was grounded in reality to the point where he's drawing Jason Priestley and Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. And the other one is not, it's just Humberto Ramos going for it. I can tell you that uh, when he was drawing things like X nation 2099, I hate his art, but uh, his Spider-Man, it, it grows on you. There's like a weight to his art that i really like there's this kind of consistency in the fantastic that i really dig and uh, and i really like it lends itself a lot like really well to a spider-man i've seen artists try and ape off of that style and not succeed uh, and only ramos could pull it off and i i really dig it when it's done well i like the kind of stylized chiseledness of those characters Mm -hmm. and so i i I really do appreciate his art
0: i think i'm definitely less um familiar with his work outside of strange academy sure um for sure uh he was a perfect match for that though right because there's definitely a a level of like like you said the fantastic whimsy and like this this youthful energy yeah yeah and it really fits with i think younger characters totally i mean there's nothing wrong with his like you know scarlet witch or velma or like uh zelma (laughs) she's um jinkies jinkies i'm sure he draws her too i'm sure it's great um but like you know, even his Dormammu yeah. looks looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something about the way he captures like the younger students and like the students' body as a whole mm-hmm. that it, it's just it's just a match made in heaven between the the type of story that's being told and just the art on the page. And of course, because it's the magical side of the Marvel Universe, he does get to go for it. Oh you know, yeah, he's not just drawing people; he's drawing frost giants. Right. And, like
1: I wouldn't necessarily give him the like. I mean, I would love to. He he drew uh, the Arachnite book for mm-hmm. uh, Infinity Warps, and I remember being like, eh. Because it was a lot of just people, sure. You know, sure. even if it was a dude in a cape with a Spider-Man costume, it was like, eh. yeah, you know. And and the Jenkins run is all people. It's mm. just people and people of different sizes and and, and ethnicities and stuff. It's just very different. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Is quite fantastic. <laughs> uh, and Phil Urich, I could take him or leave him. I didn't really care for. I didn't really care about him being Hob. Or uh, I didn't. I didn't care for Phil being the Green Goblin, and I certainly couldn't care less if he was the Hobgoblin uh mr self-sabotage i never brought bought the superman book before i've been loving dawn of dc superman run by williamson Have you guys caught up on it uh yeah we've been reviewing it every uh by week since it's come out uh Funny in fact yeah i love it it's a grand it's a it's a grand series it's a fantastic art uh evocative of the animated series and makes you feel like a superman fan all over again it's great it's Am totally I, worth picking up.
0: i have like you know had sal telling me i gotta check it out so i checked out the re- most recent issue and i liked it unless there was an issue this week and then i didn't read it.
1: i know but, uh <laughs> says uh, i was going to trade weight on gotham year one until you talked about it i just finished it and wow i can't believe it's not being talked about more completely agree thank you very much for your uh for for your trust uh if you haven't already it's on the shelf you can pick it up it's gotham's uh year one one through six but Uh, It will be available in hardcover. I just saw uh, yesterday, Phil Hester said that the DC tapped him to produce uh, or at least provide materials for the hardcover. So we know that Gotham city year one, a book starring slam Bradley will get a hardcover by Tom King, but a book Called Supergirl: Woman of Tomorrow, starring Supergirl, drawn or written by Tom King, will not get a hardcover, even if the trade paperback sells out and there is a motion picture picture attached to it. Interesting. What's the correlation? I couldn't tell you. I'm not a woman. So anyway, uh, definitely check out Gotham City Year One. It's a fantastic. It's a. It's almost a perfect comic book. Mm. But so is Supergirl: Woman of Tomorrow, and it's it's actually longer than Gotham City. Gotham City six issues. Supergirl's eight. You know, that fabled eight-issue miniseries everybody loves love so much. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, speaking of Williamson, uh, switching gears a little bit, I read sure. his debut on Green Arrow with uh, art by Sean Isaacs. Uh, I should tell you, uh, I, I kind of screwed up a little bit, and it wasn't what? my fault. Oh. But we talked about this before. I said, hey, listen, if you love Green Arrow, you love Ollie, and you want to see the Ollie family, you want to see Green Arrow – you want to see this book continue? The plan was it was greenlit for six issues, and I said, "Tell your comic book store, pre-order me the series. Just give me the six issue oh, series." Oh no, what happened? Because it's a six issue mini series. Well, it's bumped up to twelve, and it was bumped up to twelve right before issue one came out. So, uh, I, oh no, actually, I think right after issue one debuted. Either way, uh, Green Arrow is going to be a twelve issue mini series that will probably Oops. move into an ongoing. So, what I want you to do is I want you to go to your comic book store. If you didn't sign up for 12 or you didn't sign up for a hundred, go to your comic book store and go, okay, they just changed it to 12. Give me the 12
0: or give me the first, six, or give me the first six. That's what I can And do then
1: it. stop. But you got to tell them now <laughs> because this may roll into an ongoing series, but it will definitely roll into a 12 issue series. So uh, number one, if you were excited about this book and you pre-ordered it for the six issues, guess what? You're getting six more. Yay. Number two, if you weren't, if you were, if you are not a Green Arrow fan and you were just kind of like speculating on it because of our word,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you are on the hook for 12. So tell your comic book store now because they don't pre-order 12. They'll Mm -hmm. pre-order it month to month. So tell them ahead of time. Listen, I only, I only pre-order for, I only planned it for six. Give me six, but tell them ahead of time. Uh, that said, uh, I think that it's worth uh, pre-ordering because it's a really fun book. I am not the world's biggest Green Arrow fan, but I uh, appreciate it. We have a ton of his uh, trade paperbacks. Mm-hmm. I liked it back when he was, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I liked like it when he Joshua was. And
1: I comics. did. Well, because I've never read a I Joshua know. Williamson Green Arrow book, but I did like the Phil Hester period. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it was Kevin Smith's run, but uh, there's a lot more to it. Um, and Green Arrow. Of course, has had like, a, like an ex- ever-expanding family. This book leans heavily into the Arrow family and uh, writes a few wrongs that some classic Green Arrow fans may have been whinging about for the last 10 years or so Ooh. and uh, reintroduces you to a ca- few characters that are important. My thing that really is rectification is that Arsenal doesn't wear a hat anymore. He used to wear a trucker hat and that was like part of his costume. And I'm like, that ain't a costume. That is, he's wearing a costume with a trucker hat on it, and that just makes him look like he's wearing a trucker hat all the time. And people thought that was like a thing, and I understand that there's some people who really, really appreciate that. You're not wearing a costume. You're wearing clothing (laughs) like a human being. If you were wearing a head-to-toe Green Arrow costume in red and had a trucker hat on, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? But for one or the other. I
0: like it because i used to wear a robin hood style cat yes and if you're talking about like the next generation he's not going to wear a robin hood style cat. Mm-hmm. he's going to try to like modernize Actually, Speedy it. wore
1: the Robin hood style hat as well right. so but, like, it evolved yes
0: yeah i'm just i'm just saying i know i get it
1: i get the i, I get the the oh. the the impulse okay he looked like an idiot so not i'm glad he's not anymore though. Uh, what?
0: Is it not Impulse the character?
1: No, 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 I don't get that impulse. No one gets him because he's not around. But uh yeah, uh, a lot of different characters introduced in here or less reintroduced. You I know.
0: don't love the big G on his tummy.
1: Mm, well.
0: Because it doesn't look like it's a belt. It's just a G. Yeah. I, I'm not going to really complain about that, but I just noticed it. I was like, that's a big G. It's just a big G. Check out my big G.
1: That's it. Above
0: the big D. Can't help
1: it. <laughs> That's the new costume. I know. I I think it's fine. I, you know, I you know, it's fine. they they talked about I, how it was different. I don't like the hood. I think I like the hat. I'm I
0: a, I like a hood. I'm a I'm a hood fan.
1: Yeah. Mm, I get it. I get it. I'll never forget It's, it's actually vibes. funny. Uh you can blame Frank Miller for why I don't like hoods, uh especially on characters like, you know, Robin or Green Arrow. Okay. Because there's a great moment in All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder written by Frank Miller with art by Jim Lee, in which uh, Dick Grayson, age 12, decides that he's going to wear his like costume inspired by Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and he gets this hood. And Batman walks right up to him, and he goes, you can call me Hood. And he goes, do you know what any self-respecting villain would do when they see a costume like that? And he grabs the hood, and he pushes it over his face. And he goes, lose the hood, you're Robin. And I'm yeah, like, but- that's a really well-written sequence, and it really highlights for me the problem with hoods.
0: Well, what if you have a hood that's smaller? then it doesn't stupid hood but it's not a hood no you can
1: (laughs) it's a different kind of hood you know you're not selling the hood you're not leaning into it anyway we're getting off topic he's
0: a he's a long distance character that's true yeah so really someone shouldn't be up in his face anyway
1: well that that well, but not robin no robin shouldn't have a hood okay that's fair that's true but i do hear you but he also needs peripheral vision that's the real problem for me is the hood is like when you're wearing a hood
0: so good
1: you're right He's already got a mask. I guess Daredevil could wear a hood. Daredevil could wear a hood.
0: He could wear a hood. He
1: could wear a hood. He has worn a hood. That's actually the cover of Daredevil number nine. Yeah. Yeah. He has a hood. Anyway, uh, it's a good book. He
0: wears a red gi.
1: (laughs) And he wears a red gi. (laughs) That's true puts him at the top of the list of what makes him different (laughs) but yeah green arrow good book uh really well written and sets up some mystery but also uh like writes a few wrongs as far as the arrow family is concerned gets the family together separates ollie from them separates another character that just reintroduced and uh goes for it gives you a kind of like fun little mystery so um and and a like ticking clock it's a great uh it's a great direction somebody asked about damien yeah that's my point is that damien looks like a fucking idiot no i
0: think he's cute i think i think i like it
1: yeah all right cool he's just like (laughs) <laughs> i like uh superboy with a hood but, but only like, the hoodie
0: i see i like the hood though for him because it's, it's it's like a little bit of both of his backgrounds you know what i mean like he's bringing yeah. a little bit of the league of shadows the, uh, like yeah
1: i i hear you i mean listen in green arrows defense he has had a hood in the past mm-hmm. one of his most celebrated runs drawn by mark mike grell mm-hmm. it looks like he has a hood like, like i get Robin it hood. exactly exactly <laughs> anyway Hat,
0: hoods whatever so it's good
1: stuff check out green hour number one okay. it's a really uh well drawn uh really fun very like kind of cl- kind of classic superhero stuff it doesn't it it is it feels mm, it doesn't feel like modern it doesn't feel like it's trying to elevate the material into something that is more like off the beaten path it feels very like in the lane superhero stuff okay you know but also very much in its own world they go to they go to gotham in this book no bad family it's just bad just just arrow people
0: if if you're a person who just wants to like you like josh williamson maybe you haven't read a whole lot of green arrow Mm -hmm. how approachable is this first issue
1: not terribly uh it it, (laughs) If you don't know the Green Arrow family, it does a nice enough job introducing you to the personalities of those characters. But like, if you are meeting Arsenal for the first time, you don't know, and doesn't make any attempt to give you any context or background for who Arsenal is okay. as, as a person, uh, and and the rest, like you know. And so they also have, uh, you know, a couple of. Uh, there's one moment where there's like a reu- there's a reunion for 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 uh, Arsenal, and it's like if you know who that is. They don't care. Yeah. This is very much for Green Arrow fans. Right, but if right, you are right. a new Green Arrow fan, go to the Green Arrow fan Twitter or Reddit or subreddit and ask away, mm. <laughs> or Google it for God's sake. Okay. Because like this is this this has the very has, has very strong potential to be like a um to be a uh, you know like the like the Star Trek Next Generation or the Star Trek original series movies where it's like man look at this camaraderie look at these people all who who, who all like each other. I I didn't watch their show but I like those characters and I want to see them interacting and I I, boy I hope their adventures lead them into you know into success you know even if you don't necessarily know like why you know Bones is called that or why like Spock and like Kirk are having issues with each other by by movie 4, you mm. know. You just 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 enjoy. Okay. So yeah, check out uh, Green Hour if you haven't already. But also don't forget it's a 12-issue series, not a 6-issue series. Oops. So oops. But that wasn't I didn't know that at the time. Oops, and I and I we have a show on this channel with the guy who wrote it. he told me that it was 6. So well, sorry.
0: But before we get on to the main event.
1: Main event. Which
0: I assume is the main event. Yeah. Um, I forgot that I read another indie book this week. You I did. wanted to bring it up. Indigo Children Number Two came out last week, um, written by Kurt Pyers Pry- uh, and Rockwell White, uh, with art by Alex Diotto.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I read the first issue of this. Um, I guess like a month ago, mm. and uh, it's definitely it's not like supernatural. Okay. Which is strange for me. Typically, yes. when I delve into
1: the, the indie world the, the indie or world, comics, it's
0: either going to be saga or something scary yeah. slash magical, right? <laughs> but this is much more like borderline superhero, but like hmm. in like a world that's you know it's supposed to be like ours. You know, yeah, you have these folk who have like these abilities, and the government's been trying to like keep that down, but like <laughs> get rid of them. I don't know if they can. Okay, so they kind of broke them up, and you're finding out that they got brainwashed and they don't remember things so like oh. we need another member of this the indigo children okay this, this issue and like their power is kind of neat and i'm like i'm really enjoying learning how their powers work for each of them okay um but i i like the art of this book it's it's a very different kind of look when you think of like superhero kind mm-hmm. of stories but definitely has like, a solid indie vibe yeah it has a so, kind you know, of
1: a, like, almost um a little bit of like a darwin cook look to it a little bit. uh yeah a little bit almost cliff chong in like, there i yeah. love
0: this image oh yeah this wow guy getting his memories back and then like freaking out and breaking that like it's just fantastic. a lot of like solid storytelling in panels as yes. well as in writing um so if you're looking for like typically like i said like my taste is a little more horror supernatural based but this one i feel like is a is a nice intro if you're looking for an indie book maybe that but you like superhero comics yeah but you want to get outside of that a little bit mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's quite like um like invincible or anything like that because like invincible is like it's our world but like it, dark heroes like whatever there is a darkness to this book yeah um and and there's definitely a question of like are the indigo children on the up and up mm-hmm. are they not are they our protagonists who like right they are right now because the story is being told through them but are they really like benevolent so yeah i'm looking forward to learning more about this this kind of came out of nowhere for me mm-hmm. the covers really or got me in yeah and um yeah I, I look forward to reading more of this series so go check it out cool
1: okay uh yeah and finally uh this is the, the, you read Sins of sinister dominion number one no Okay, well, then we're, we're moving on. That's I'm the end kidding. of the show. Of
0: course I read it.
1: <laughs> is this the end or is there another one? That this is it. Okay, cool. So this is the wrap up. to. This Sins is Sinister. the
0: wrap up. It's the final
1: issue.
0: Mm-hmm. No, seriously, that was, that was like weirdly sad for me.
1: Yeah, I'll bet. Uh,
0: this is part 11 of the Sins of Sinister uh, written by Kieran Gillen with art by Paco Medina and Lucas Wernick. Nice. Uh, Looks great. I'll bet. Dope. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what happens in this issue because it's literally it's the end of all things, but we are going to talk about what happens in this issue just to some degree because the big question was going to be this is taking place in a potential alternate timeline. Yes. Will anything matter?
1: Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> the answer is yes. yes Why? Why does it matter? Stuff. Um, Because of how it leaves Krakoa at the end. Okay. Um, it it's It's simultaneously not necessarily like listen, here's what we need to not be afraid of. This isn't like shake up the status quo of mm-hmm. what's going on in Krakoa, but it kind of does a little bit. Mm. It, it it takes care of a couple of things that were floating around out there. Yeah. And then goes like, okay, we've kind of taken care of that, but let's be honest, we could say that there's something else, right? Mm-hmm. It, it gets rid of a character who's been on the, the, the playing field for a while, who's been driving us all crazy. Yes. Um, and then replaces it with an equally frustrating character. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Um,
0: And it shifts up. Kind of who's in charge of Kokoa right now. Oh, in a big bad way. So, presumably, the rest of the X writers are going to be paying attention to this. So, if suddenly you'll
1: um, see a four big... <laughs> characters
0: are missing, it's because of what happens in this book, right? And so, it, it will suddenly go from, Oh, I didn't read that to, Oh, I guess I should read the wiki on this. <laughs> <laughs> or read it because, trust me, it's, it's a, a fun re- read. It is a fun read, and there it is. I found it to be simultaneously like a frustrating ending and a super duper satisfying ending. Yeah. Like very satisfying. Like the, what happens to sinister in this, there is something very satisfying about what happens.
1: Good. Okay. All right. Like
0: in a, in a, of course, Kieran Gillen would present this as the ending kind of way. Like as it was forming, it wasn't like there was any sort of like huge surprises. It was more just well written. Yeah. With a couple of surprises. here. Okay. All right. Um, but it definitely does away with um I can probably say this without ruining it for you. The Moira engine is gone.
1: Oh okay. Oh and it the also Sinister's Moira engine. S-
0: sinister's Moira engine is gone. Um and uh it, it also so like this is like an exercise in like how much was this team going like oh if I say like one more time, um mm-hmm. going this is what Hickman was doing? Yeah. We are going to take that. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it through our own filter and spit it out the other side. Or this is, we talked with him and this is where it was always going. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, or we didn't have what, anything to do with This is it. what
0: he was trying to do with it.
1: Yeah. And we want to we do that. We can't this. do that
0: now because of where things have gone. So let's take ideas from this, take ideas from what's currently happening and merge them together. I don't know. Right. I'm okay with not knowing.
1: But, but Tiffany, there's a podcast in which Jonathan Ekman only exclusively gave them the information. And how could you not know these things if you spend uh, at least one hour a week talking about them on the internet?
0: Oh man, because I, I work.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I work for a, living I have a and, job and then I do this too. Um, and I have to sleep at some point. No, because I don't think that matters as much, but it does take ideas from Hawks and Pox threads that have been currently weaving through this
1: run this or this run, period this time
0: period of of Axemen and plays around with it and yeah. reminds you oh yeah th- these are threats these are things that they were worried about what if we kind of took one of those ideas and said there it is mm. and how would that affect things yeah especially in in the scope of how this ends it gives the reader a lot of knowledge okay and it gives certain characters a lot of knowledge, but it leaves you knowing that the rest of Krakoa doesn't know this. Yeah. And I kind of love that because it could literally never come into play. Right. But we would always know. Mm. Or it could absolutely come into play. That's the way I feel like Gillen and, and Spurrier and Ewing are going to leave this, where there, certain things are going to happen. You know? Okay. We... Actually, we introduce another character. I forgot about that. There's another character that shows up that we knew about thanks to Hawks and Pox. Right. Comes here at the end. Cool. <laughs> All right. Frustrating character. There they are. We take four players off the, the playing board for right now. Yeah. Right? So that those are the things that have occurred.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but some of the other grander ideas, it could happen, it could not. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm very okay with leaving something that's looming. Yeah, I like that feeling, the the feeling of any moment.
1: Yeah, this the, could the
0: greater concept could come or it never will. That's very like that. That's something I enjoy. So yeah, I understand that's not for everybody. Right. Um, but overall, I, I feel like this was a, a complete success in my opinion. Right. I know that not everyone was on board for Sense of Sinister. First of all, event fatigue. You know, this is technically some kind of event. Although really, it's just an arc um, for three of these books. Mm -hmm. It's it's dealing with a character not a lot of folk love, right? You know, I think a lot of
1: people like Sinister. I I think think a lot of people have been asking for a Sinister focused story for a long time.
0: Sure, but not everyone likes where he is. Yes, they don't know like enjoy his this sarcastic take on Sinister himself on on good old Nathaniel, Um, but. And then honestly, the start, the three first issues of this felt so not connected, even though I had mm. faith in these three writers, I could see people going like, this feels like it's just gonna be three stories at end, like, yeah, it's more like some of the uh, other Marvel events have been running where it's like Alpha and Omega issue yeah. and then a bunch of things that don't matter. <laughs> but by issue four, you could see how they were starting to weave together. Yeah. And then by issue six, it's all or, together. Yeah. Every, or I guess seven, right. seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Um, everything had you know, merge and just become the one storyline mm-hmm. and everything did make sense in hindsight for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I understand in this day and age with so many books coming out and maybe not wanting to sign up for a, what feels like an event uh, and some of the cover prices, like this was 52 pages. It was $6. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, but then maybe you're like, I'm not going to get this. Right. But I got to tell you, this was such a great read. And you had three writers who, who all work together, to make each of their individual voices sound similar enough right you know it they, didn't feel
1: too disparate
0: yeah so cool it was i it was a good ride it was a good ride i truly truly enjoyed this i do highly recommend it uh i think when it comes out in trade it's going to read really solidly mm. gonna, i think they're going to package it all up no doubt um but they had a lot to say i think they did a really nice job with it and um sinister gets some just desserts for
1: sure like (laughs) good he's been asking for them he
0: has been asking for them it doesn't solve all the sinister problems Mm, okay cool that's fine yeah um but it acknowledges the fact that you have been living on an island with mr sinister for years now (laughs) knowing that he's been doing things those of us who read hellions knowing he's been doing stuff there yeah you know if you've been reading um was it immortal x-men with with destiny things have been going on there it's all right when is this going to come to a head this was it here and um it was just thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable nice and i'm glad it had a, a nice kind of end to it that's just kind of going into the rest of what comes next into the fall of x totes and i look forward to seeing how this series might impact that yeah for sure great so, yeah. all right
1: cool yeah as we as we head into fall of x yeah right oh, yeah Jeez. Um, So, yeah, before we get into our recommendations, I should Mm -hmm. mention that if you are interested in going to see us in person, go to the Joe Kubert School of Art in Dover, New Jersey and uh, come over. Well, don't just go any day, but certainly go on May 20th. That's Saturday, May 20th at one o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you will be able to meet not only myself, but also Tiffany and uh, Ben and Ethan unless they have something really important going on, which Lord knows that might happen. Uh, But if you do uh, want to come, please uh, check out the comments in this uh, chat right now, click the form and let us know if you are going so that I can have a, or in enough, the
0: comments down below or in the Maybe comments down be below put it down there too. i'm
1: definitely going to put a link in the comments down below for you to click the form mm-hmm. uh it just, it's literally just like are you going yes or no and that way i know if you're going and i could have enough chairs
0: <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine i i think that that was a very interesting time frame they asked we... us
1: to make sure we get we get some kind of a head
0: count oh okay <laughs> so well, to... i think i think it'll be it's okay it'll be a smaller gathering it'll be certainly smaller than it was okay. last time we're, we're very we're happy you, to have a, like a oh,
1: just the any, an intimate group, of, yeah. The fact an that any group. people we, we have, we have uh, not an and in, an not insignificant amount of people at least 20 people have, have RSB feed already. Nice. We had we had 60 last time, and I think that in Tiffany, uh, you would can attest to this. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that like it was the pandemic and it was a lot of stuff going on, but uh. I, I'm I'm hyped for if, if two people came, it would be freaking amazing. So definitely check that out. Uh what the plan is is we're gonna hang out. We're gonna have like a little it's gonna be like a like a panel, like a Comic Con panel. It'll be the four of us, and we'll hang out with you and talk about stuff. We'll do a QA, we may do a show. Uh and then Ooh. and if you want to kill some time, you know, downstairs, there's a comic book store. It's a good one too. It's a good it one. also
0: an art store on the other side it's of this. It. Like, it's a comic book store and an art store hybridized together. Yeah. And only in a like a way that only
1: the joe Kubert school could make right it and it's a comic book school so yeah. you can go there you can look around you can yeah, see some the magic of cool being stuff
0: made. on the on the wall there's a lot of cool sure. stuff
1: on the walls and you get to see like an ancient building i would be careful on those stairs so make sure to like, just suck scary so make sure to use uh, uh go through the comic book store but uh yeah man uh may 20th saturday 1 p.m come on by you can go earlier because the comic book store opens at 10 a.m so yeah, you know we,
0: we highly recommend that you do i do that recommend
1: one. that because here's the thing if it starts at one and i get talking it'll end at eight o'clock so what you really need to do is no, go it won't end at eight but it will end before it will end after the comic book store closes so go early go to the comic book store buy your comics and then uh you know check it out
0: to answer a, a, a question in the chat uh emma kubert is in fact related to she is indeed She's uh yeah the daughter of i don't remember if it's Andy i don't or Adam. i,
1: I don't know. But uh two. she yeah yeah I don't know if she even lives in the area but like man yeah I wish I knew the Kuberts would come to these things it'd be really cool but the owner of the school Anthony Marquez who draws uh Batman uh the radio show uh and is a prolific comic book artist in his own right uh he will not be there either but he was there last time and uh but he's a prolific comic book writer <laughs> as well or comic book artist as well and he uh you know yeah he has to go to a con I
0: just really like oh, will not be will there. not be there
1: there'll be no uh Andy Kubert and oh andy
0: yes, that's, that's. hey if andy Cuba and wants to
1: go that'd be great too and um, andy yeah but uh yeah before we get into our recommendations mm-hmm. of course click the uh form in the, either the comments or the uh chat to let us know if you're going um getting into mm-hmm. the super chats really quick uh denial says read the last uh the latest action comics and while i was really it was really good i was kicking myself for not figuring out that twist I don't know. I didn't read it. I don't really read action comics. I'm not really a big uh, Phil Kennedy Johnson fan. I like him as a person. I don't really care about his writing. But I will tell you this. Um, but
0: that's nice when that happens. When, it's, when you, when a twist shows up and you're like all, yeah, it was Don't all kick there. yourself
1: too hard because like sometimes it's nice just be on the ride and be surprised.
0: Right, but like it's also good. It's like if it's not that you weren't like paying attention to like, anything, and it's just more like the breadcrumbs were there. And right. That's, just, that's, just that's good a good process. writing. That's a good writing. story. You know, I mean, you're just enjoying exactly.
1: it. Ryan Craig. Hey guys, can't stable. I was curious if it's possible to have wake up, come back uh, bi-weekly. So Sal's not straining his voice. I would like to try that. Thank you for all you do, Brian. We, we appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I would like to try and bring it back. I thought about it today actually. and I, we, gotta
0: get, we gotta get Sal to drink more tea.
1: Yeah, I don't like tea, but I do need to do that. and uh, But I, I need to get like more topics together. and and and. Don't and like tea. But yeah. I thought about doing that. Uh Jay Sage uh found found a local comic book store in the UK right around the corner. Haven't been able to catch these live in a while. This channel's kept me company through the university and the work life. Uh love comic pop. Thank you very much, Jay Sage. And thanks for uh popping by from across the pond. I don't know what time it is, but I'm sure it's stupid over there. Like we have a crazy time difference between uh here in England. I'm sure it's like nighttime or early morning or something it like that. It's
0: technically nighttime here.
1: Yeah, but like, you know, it's not like it's not it's not like shut <laughs> it's not up, the- it's nighttime. <laughs> But Thank you very much, man. I'm glad that you found your local comic book store. That's so cool. I've never been to a comic book store in England. Every time that I've been in England, twice now, uh, both parties did not have any interest in going to a comic book store.
0: Really, it's midnight.
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. So it's bedtime. Um,
0: not a sound from the pavement.
1: So let's jump into some (laughs) recommendations for comic books that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. Uh, Batman 135 from Chip Zdarsky is coming out tomorrow or today, if you're watching this on Tuesday. Uh, And let me tell you, that is the Legacy 900th issue and it is a big deal. If you can, if you have already, avoid spoilers. Try not to be spoiled for this. I didn't uh, get spoiled yet, and I'm very proud of it, uh, even though Chip Adarsky should be sending me copies of this book, uh, but he doesn't, and that's okay. No harm, no foul. I have no ill will towards him at all, especially the fact that he's doing an entire tour across Canada, but he has no interest in coming out here to the Americas. Maybe he might want to swing by uh, New Jersey sometime. I can get one book signed by him with hell, Chip. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited Maybe for this you book. Just go to him. I'm not going to Canada.
0: Why should you he come here? That
1: because I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I guess I could go Canada. To- the last time I went to Canada it was really expensive. Um, I-, I don't know anything about this. I just know it's going to be cool, and it's written and it's run by like Michael Yannon, Mike Hawthorne, Phil H- uh, H- Horka, Jimenez. Great art, and it's the culmination of that. But unlike Daredevil, I don't think Chip has any plans of stopping Batman. Uh, Spider-Man Eight from Dan Slott and Mark Bagley. I'm gonna check this out. We'll see how it goes. This will be probably the last issue of this book I I I I read, but I'll check it out anyway. Uh, Shazam number one from Mark Wade and Dan Mora is coming out. This is a book that I would never read if uh you know if I had a gun in my head, but I'm still gonna be like, hey, you know what, Mark Wade and Dan Mora, I can't not read that. So we'll see how that goes uh, for Captain Marvel. Uh, Adventures of Superman, John Kent number three is coming out. That is finally going to have the Injustice stuff happening. Uh, uh, You know, written by Tom Taylor, art by Clayton Henry. Not the world's biggest uh, fan of the art, but it isn't in any way uh, objectively bad. It's just not for me necessarily, a little little stiff, but uh, I, I am excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see at least the culmination. If this, this is the make it or break it issue for me maybe so we'll shazam
0: will show up i hope
1: so man uh i should also point out that this is this weekend is coming up <clears throat> is free comic book day
0: oh crap it is yeah
1: also batman the audio the audio adventures number six is coming out check that out
0: wow that's incredible it's incredible. I know. synchro de and then and then free
1: and comic then then book, free book comic day. day yeah free effing comic Book day is coming uh this saturday there's a bunch of books you can check out uh avengers x-men number one hickman and jerry duggan um what uh yeah that's right
0: well, that cover's uh, not great, but hey, no, whatever. No, it's
1: not. Uh Spider-Man and Venom, uh also Hickman and Zeb Wells and Al Ewing, uh Brian Hitchart, check that out as well. And uh Free Comic Book Day Donut DC Night Terrors number 1 is coming from Josh Williamson and Chris Bachalo. What? Yeah. What? Williamson what? has what? wanted to work with Chris Bachalo for years. Howard Porter's is also doing art. Uh but Bachalo is going to be debuting this idea that uh basically Freddy Krueger is coming to the DC universe.
0: I'm just I'm not saying that josh williamson feels bad for me that he put pariah in a book and i had to read it all but Mm -hmm. like this feels like
1: it could be a little little (laughs) uh little reward he loves botchelow and really wanted him to do so and he went for broke on this one from what i understand
0: that is dope and thank you
1: yeah Uh, that. but yeah this uh this this free comic book day tiffany and i of course i don't know what we're doing but um i know that they want me to go to the joe Kubert school and have like a booth and stuff I, i i i'm i may i may do that we'll see
0: go for it
1: but uh if i do it i'll be doing it alone because you know i don't want to i don't want to make you guys have to sit there with
0: me well thank you i think you were saying that So, like because we were on um on camera you're like hoping i would be like no i'll go
1: no i, I don't expect you to go but not i just don't want to make i just want to make sure it's cool but yeah, uh no, it's
0: very cool i'm yeah. not going to commit to that but i'm like, who knows maybe i will go but i'm not going to commit to that we
1: might stop by maybe who knows but uh yeah what else is coming out
0: i don't know all kinds of things i'm just i'm just i'm just clicking on there's like a million things because of free comic book day
1: yeah that's true that's true
0: dang even
1: valiant's getting in on the action
0: i just want to know what this was
1: Ah, yeah spider-man 2099 dark genesis it looks like it's carnage 2099 but it's written by steve orlando and uh yeah we'll see
0: uh demon world scarlet sin is coming out uh this is the continuation of demon wars um down in flames Number one, uh, it's Peach Momoko. So, you know, I'll be buying that because if it says Peach Momoko, I will purchase it. Yep. Uh, Moon Knight number 23 is coming out.
1: It's It's Venom. It's Dylan, by the way. It's not Eddie. So, but it doesn't matter.
0: It's just, it's just called Venom and Moon Knight. Yeah. But it's Moon Knight's book. So, this will be interesting. Moon
1: Knight's bigger than Venom in the typeface. that's
0: fair. And hey, if you weren't done with getting more uh, Kieran Gillen, uh, Kieran Gillen is back on Immortal X Men number 11, A Storm of Two Worlds. There we go. Sin- Sinister is over, but the fallout remains. So, like, if you were not reading any of *Sins of Sinister* and you're just waiting for *Mortal X-Men* to come
1: back, sorry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna keep going with this. So, hooray! I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm.
1: No one is complaining. I'm There's nobody who's it. like, "Oh, I'm so sick of Kieran Gillen." No one has ever said that in right? the world.
0: And then also,
1: speaking of awesome British writers, yes,
0: yeah, Spurrier is coming back uh, with *X-Men: Before the Fall*, *Sons of X*, number one.
1: Hmm. Dope.
0: Dope uh yeah
1: Phil Noto on art Friggin- what
0: thank you thank you not that the artist on this book before wasn't great no. but thank you
1: I'm yeah
0: very excited for that Um, uh, this cover has makes a lot of promises
1: <laughs> yeah it
0: makes a lot of promises that who knows yeah I, I don't know but make sure when you go to free comic book day if you do go to free comic book day take a look at the offerings, find out what your store will have. Mm-hmm. You might have to get there early because they don't always get a lot of copies of some of the indie stuff. No. Like Jeff Lemire is going to have something called Fish Flies number one. Yep. Coming out. So if you want something like that, you may have to find out if they're going to A, have it and B, how many copies they'll have of it mm-hmm. so that you can go and get those as well. And I'm sure there's other things, but right now I'm just, it's just, I'm like overwhelmed with.
1: With choice. With
0: choice. It's true. With choice. There's just too many things. Like let's just say, for example, you want the animal crossing Kirby manga. Um, I do actually. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get that. Mm-hmm. I was going to use that as a joke. Um, but that became less of a joke. Right. Uh, that's a free comic book day offering. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, lot is, lot, lots coming out. Right. So oh, and Scarlet Witch
1: too. Oh yeah. Still there's a Scarlet Witch book. Number five. But that's
0: like the actual book, not a free comic book day book. No, so no, no you gotta that. buy that. You gotta buy that one. You gotta <laughs> give them monies for that.
1: Exactly. Um, did we did we cut through uh no there's a couple more
0: <gasps> it's because people are so I nice
1: agree ray far returns to say i can't go to the show but if you ever come to chicago for the a show you'll get a deep dish pizza on me hey yeah man i love those pizza casseroles man i am looking forward to trying it out we have a place that does yeah, but it'd be, uh it'd be pretty good. different
0: to actually get one from no, I, there i've never been
1: very different. yeah i i have been to o'hare airport as a layover so i've been technically in shy town but I've never been to Chicago. I really wanted to go to C2E2 this year just for fun. And I just didn't, I just didn't do it. I just didn't get the tickets and the hotel room and the, the really, the reality is what, what really kept it from me was I didn't reserve. I didn't do a, like I didn't do, press like i didn't do it i didn't get a badge okay. and uh i'll be damned if i have to stand in line I, we still have to stand in line even if we're pressed but no. like i still though may
0: not have been i don't know if they sold out. they,
1: they were it was tough i so don't i don't
0: think it, sold it could out. just
1: be but uh yeah man um but i gotta go back i gotta go to chicago i've never been and it'll be a lot of fun my dad used to do a lot of business in Chicago, which I find interesting. Uh, Brian is ninety-seven, That's always happy I'm to nice. catch the show live. Best wishes to everyone at up. Thank you very much, Brian, for your generosity. Guys. Thank you, and uh, and for your kindness, man. You. Uh, yeah, Thank I will you. send. I will I'll send your best wishes along to the fifty percent of the rest of the team. Um, but yeah, uh, again, don't forget to check us out on uh, May twentieth. If you go to a comic book store, uh, make sure to go to one on Saturday this week because free, free comic book day. day so uh and by the way a lot of comic shops have been doing sales and stuff so bring a tote get your get, and and get your affairs in order because it's going to be a expensive day for a lot of folks or not
0: or not depending, on, depending what,
1: on how much money you have or if what you, you happen wanna, to
0: be lucky like us and have many comic, comic book stores in, in your a row area go find out where, where they got what's going on
1: yeah it's a it's a lot of uh where they got what's
0: going on i'm, I'm sticking with it
1: it's fair uh anything else we should add for uh for what you're up to Go to twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch Timmy play video games. Obviously, and...
0: yeah, eventually I'm going to finish Midnight Suns and someday I'm going to play um Jedi Survivor. Yeah, that'll be great. I, but I hear they got some bugs, so yeah, it I, has a I, few I bugs. Yeah, uh, I'm the, okay with waiting.
1: The, the, the Telphonics missed the stream, we'll catch the rewatch. Thanks well, a lot, thank Telphonics. So
0: and welcome to the end of the rewatch. You Thanks watched it, making it, it this far. Yeah, you
1: did. If you were waiting, you. if you were Very checking, kind, yeah. Uh, thank you and uh, yeah uh, make sure to subscribe to youtube.com at comic pop plays and youtube.com uh, slash comic pop and of course here at youtube.com slash comic pop returns click the bell for notifications uh, click the notifications for all notifications and of course notifications for comic pop yeah it's a three step process and 16% of you guys have done it we really appreciate that 16% but the other 84% is also awesome and amazing and we're lucky to have you uh, Mo says go fund me to bring comic pop to Chicago <laughs> no we don't need no, to do no, that no no no. no 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 I just need to I just need to Be I they never promote the C2 E2 as well as I think. And I guess this isn't always very impressive. But uh I I want to get like a I I gotta get on that list and I gotta I just need to know when it is so I can Mm. reserve it. For example, San Diego, I think I'm going. I think I'm going again. So if you're going to San Diego, you might see me. I don't know. I'll tell you this: uh last last year, despite the fact that I got COVID, uh, (laughs) which was really horrible. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to boost this crap out of myself because the booster wasn't available until after we uh, got back. But um, yeah, man, it was great. So you might not even see me at the con, but you'll see me in a pool because it's amazing over there. 75 degrees and sunny. No humidity. It was awesome. I had a great, I had a great time, but uh, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see you there. Who knows? San Diego comic con. Maybe you'll be there. Who knows? Probably. I reserved your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm so long, everybody. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>